Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Go to DrinkingBrosTickets.com for all your ticketing needs. Want to sit with Dan and I at your favorite events? Go to DrinkingBrosTickets.com today. What is up, guys? Welcome to the second episode of the Drinking Bros Sports College Basketball Podcast. I am your co-host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Register, as, al- as always for the second second episode. Uh, just coming in a little late. You, you know? gotta hit the you gotta pl- hit. Giorgio hit the- left us. Yeah, so. Giorgio's Giorgio's gone, so we got nothing. It's just us here. We're all on our own. Well, Ross is here too. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Ross is sitting in the background. Speaking of Ross, we uh, were really shitty producers for the first like 10 minutes of Drinking Bros today because me and you laid uh, a money line bet on Wofford. Yeah, you convinced me to grab them at, uh, what was it, like 14 to 1? Yeah, it was 14 one to point. 1. I think, I think I got it like specifically plus 1425. Uh, they were playing Richmond at Richmond and um, they were down four. And I was like, fuck it, I'll put $20. And it was like two, yeah. I would have won like $280 if they had won. And they probably should have. Yeah, they were up five with what two fifteen left. Yeah, and then Richmond, the refs pull a fucking oh, they were five, sucking Richmond sweaters. Five point play out of Richmond's ass. I didn't even know that was possible. Dude hits a three, and then they call a foul on the floor. They're already like in the as, bonus. Like as the bucket goes in. Yep. Like it's so like, he gets two free throws after he makes a three, and he misses one of the free throws, but it could have been a potential five point play, which I've never seen before. Right. Whatever. That, those had to be A-10 refs. Yeah. You would think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those are, they were on the. They're f- definitely they on, not repping for the SoCon. No, they're on the fucking take. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, welcome to the second episode of the Drinking Bros College Basketball Podcast. Uh, as always, we start off the show with our, oh, I left it over here. Fuck. With our airplane bottle shot of the week. Uh, if you're new to this show. Which like, you probably are. Yeah, which probably are. I like to do. Uh, I like to kick things off by just chugging a random airplane bottle shot because it reminds me. I fell in love with college basketball. Uh, you know, everybody likes March Madness and shit. Like when they're in high school and grade school and, or whatever. But like, you really fall in love with college basketball. I think, especially if you go to like a a school that has a decent college basketball program, and you're in the student section just getting shit faced on pocket shots you snuck into the game, screaming horrifying things at. Uh, opposing players i got to do that to blake griffin one time that was fun that was, How, how'd that go uh well, well we, we won yeah missouri beat oklahoma in that game so that was a good time it was sorority dad's weekend for like some guy's girlfriend in my house and uh she like just brought her dad to the student section which was a huge fucking mistake do you think he remembers your stupid face i fucking think he does yeah okay. he was like laughing at at me the entire time like enjoying the show i was being really mean to blake griffin just screaming un- like things you would never want your father to hear screamed at Right. Anyone, yeah, yeah, let alone a, yeah. So anyway, I do an airplane bottle shot a week. I try, I try to keep it topical just to uh, for for who just because. Uh, last week I did rum for the Maui Invitational. This week, uh, because it's kind of Christmas time, and this kind of reminded me of a, a Texas Christmas drink. You know, if you go into the stadium, you might put this in your hot chocolate that you get at a con, uh, at a uh, concession stand or whatever. Just take the shot, damn it. Go All ahead. right, fine. And also because we got that those calls today were spicy diarrhea. In the uh, in the Wofford game, I'm drinking Crave chocolate chili liqueur. This doesn't fucking sound good. I got no. it. I got it for a dollar. No. 
at a liquor store on the side of the highway uh, <laughs> during lunch. It's December. Tis the season, right? Yeah. I, this has got to be like fucking curdled, but whatever. I'm going to take it. Down it goes. And looks like he's That's pretty fucking bad. He held it down. That is plastic chocolate. That is fucking awful. But I mean, I don't know. A hot chocolate might cancel it out. Jesus Christ. I would be not I would I would be like vomiting on some like poor student section freshman if I was drinking this. What's all the game. worst alcohol like that kind of gives you flashbacks of college? Rumplemints? No, I still take rumplement shots. It would just be like hot keystone type of situation. That would be like the gag reflex. Okay. Like no no bueno type of shit. Like yeah. just like really fucking skunk. There was a bar that uh Harpo's they had like a uh twenty quarter draws on Thursday night and it was just like their oldest, shittiest beers that like like kegs they found in the alley that they didn't use that hobos were like taking a piss on for months and then they're like, Oh fuck, quarter quarter draws keg. Found it. Yeah, it's a college bar. College bar. It's essentially free right. drinks. But all right. Enough about that. Um, let's get into this weekly recap. Let's do it. The game that never was. The game, the game of the fucking year. Neither of us have to like, kind of pay up for the bet we made. The, well, they said they're going to reschedule it. We're talking Baylor-Gonzaga. We'll see. Gonzaga's not playing basketball until December 15th now? I think it's until uh, Jalen Suggs is healthy. <laughs> okay, you're already with the conspiracies. This is, so usually it's Dan that takes the conspiracy theories. This is my conspiracy theory is that Suggs actually did hurt himself against, uh, what, West Virginia? Yep. And uh, they were just like, yeah, fuck it, we have COVID until he's healthy. Because they can't afford to lose. If they want a good seed, like, they're going to make the tournament regardless. But if they want... Yeah, they're loaded. If uh, they Jalen want, Suggs just, like, they're a really good team. They can probably win the national championship without him. But now with Jalen Suggs, they're, like, an all-time great team. They, they would have lost to Baylor without Suggs. No. Without a healthy Suggs. No, they would have guaranteed not. lost to Baylor without healthy Suggs. I wouldn't be hearing glitter regardless. So, you'd be in a, a biker jacket You right would now. be in full fucking stripper body glitter had that game been played. They no. would have fucking, without Suggs, or even with like a shitty Suggs, Baylor wins that game by like seven. Probably not. But, but it's, they're going to, re, they said they're going to reschedule it. And yeah, Zags, uh, four, they cancel four games, won't be back till December 15th, according to Mr. John Rothstein. It's a good follow if you're a college basketball guy. Yeah, if you like college basketball, get on Twitter, follow John Rothstein. He's like... I've never met anyone, or met, I haven't met him. I've never seen anyone more obsessed with the sport than Rostin is from fucking college basketball. Like, I do a college basketball podcast now, and I'm like, dude, calm the fuck down. We sleep in May. Yeah. It's, he's way fucking into it. But yeah, so Zags, that's going to get rescheduled, or at least Gonzaga's going to try real hard to reschedule that game. And if they don't, then they'll probably do like a Coastal Carolina BYU basketball situation and just try to schedule some other dope team. Real- no, it's not like they need to. I, but they they need to for the seeding. No, it's for the seeding. They just go undefeated and get a one seed. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. They might. I don't know. I think they want. But even then, they could still be a higher one seed if they go play the it. one seed. They're still the number one team in the country. I think they're good. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think you lose that. I think they need to. I think they need to play and beat all these dope teams that they scheduled because they are. Who else is in the schedule? Like Illinois or something. Uh, if you want to go through the it's fucking dead radio, Rob. <laughs> they have Iowa. Yeah, they got Iowa coming up. That's their next game, and they they need to reschedule. Canceled out. and they need to reschedule Baylor. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. They're gonna they, beat. They go to conference play. You got Pepperdine. You got yeah, San whatever. Francisco. Yeah. They'll beat the shit out of Iowa though. 
They might they might score a hundred on Iowa. Take the over there, yeah. Yeah, I we're 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 all about unders, but Iowa Gonzaga whatever the over is, just fucking take it. Uh, all right, so actual games that got played. Yeah, Nova Texas. I was on the right side of that. Should have made that the bet as well. Nova Texas. Yeah, I would have got that wrong. I I was actually pretty surprised that Nova Nova kind of was looking a little soft. They kind of proved they weren't on this game. Well, Texas came out just firing bricks, so. Texas couldn't hit a shot in like the first five to ten minutes of the game. Yeah, Texas is going to be a good uh, under porn source all all year. I didn't want to do Texas two times in a row though, because right. they have a ridiculous defense. They can't shoot threes, uh, and they just have guys. Yeah, they're like I don't know. They they just they're just kind of like a, a tough, scrappy team that doesn't that does nothing smooth, does nothing, doesn't hit shots. And they're like Coleman. Bail us out. Yeah, exactly. They have the games, yeah. They have, which he has done. They have good guards. I love Ramey and Coleman are, are dope, and they each put in seventeen against Nova. But Nova just they they're they're good. too deep. Yeah, too good. They had three. Nova had three guys in double digits, and yeah, our future uh, real estate, future real estate of America player of the week yeah, last the, week. Our future real estate. He Colin actually, Gillespie. He had the worst game of the three of those guys. I mean, he still put up double digits. Yeah, twelve points. Did what yeah. he needed to do. Probably lunch paled it out. Yeah, well, I mean, Robinson Earl's their guy. That's that's Nova's like go to at this right. at this point. Yeah, but Galepsi's the guy who's gonna in the tournament have some game where he goes off and everyone's just gonna nut over Galepsi or Gillespie, whatever the fuck. Come on, man, get the Italian Galepsi, name right. Gillespie, I don't yeah. fucking whatever. I'm not that kind of Catholic. Northeastern. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm Midwestern Catholic, Irish German. I don't know. I don't fuck with these Italians. Actually, the tournament Italian St. Louis. Uh, but yeah, that game was, I don't know, man, Nova, I was a little worried about Nova before that game. I mean, they already took their L for the month Yeah, to Virginia Tech. They could have fucking lost both, but now I'm a little worried about Texas. Now I'm kind of like, I don't know, is Texas going to, because I think North Carolina's overrated. Well, this is, uh, well, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I mean, I've kind of been preaching it for the last few weeks. This is Shaka Smart's last year at Texas. Potentially. It's going to be. Once you get in the big, like once they get in the Big Twelve play, it's and they get like fucking worked. Yeah, <laughs> a loaded Big Twelve. I yeah. don't, I don't yeah. see this ending well for Shaka. I, I'm revising what I think my Big Twelve standings are going to be. I think Texas finishes fifth. I'll say Kansas goes ahead of them. Oh, you're actually giving Kansas credit. I am giving Kansas credit despite the title, which which was our trigger title. You were my, just trying to get me upset. I, I don't know why you get so upset at me talking shit on Kansas. I don't want to like defend Kansas either. I'm not like a big Bill, like Bill Self guy. Yeah, but I, I think Texas is, of the, of the five really good teams in the Big 12, they're the worst one. Your Mizzou is showing. Because I, I, I don't know. Because I'm talking shit on Texas? No, I mean just the, the title. Yeah, yeah, the we'll Kansas, get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that. So Kentucky, Georgia Tech. Also, I feel like you guys have it out for Texas too. In football. I don't care about Texas basketball. Okay. Because Texas doesn't care about Texas basketball. They, no, I, I told no you, they don't. I told you about the time I was at a uh, crawfish boil here. We were in Austin, Texas. Like, this is where we're based out of. I was at a crawfish boil with, with, none of, with Gleason, another Mizzou guy. And it was during, it was in March, during the tournament. And Texas was playing Michigan in the second round. And like, we're all at this crawfish boil. And we were like, with all UT guys. And we were like, you guys know you're, including like football season ticket holders. We're like, you know your fucking game's about to start? No, what, what game? Like, was baseball season started? But it's fucking March. We, like, your goddamn... Spring game? NCAA tournament. Yeah, I feel like, oh, it's a spring game? No, it's not. Like, your goddamn, like, tournament game. What are you fucking doing? And they, they didn't care. They, literally, me and him were the only ones that went inside because we had money on the game. This is my bold prediction. Shaka Smart actually gets fired before Tom Herman. 
I buy that. Because I don't think Urban Meyer's coming to Texas. He already, at that point, he already said he's not. Yeah, and at that point, I don't think they can't do better than they Tom. fire Ty, like Tom Herman. No, they can't they do just be- ride it out. Yeah, they can't do better yeah. than him right now. No, there's no one. There's like, no one who wants this job. Who wants? <laughs> there's no glory with the Texas football job. No chance. It's just fucking hell. Like, go ask like Charlie Strong how his three fucking years in Austin were. He, he, like, never again. Didn't really go much better at yeah. USF either. But at so. least Shaka Smart, no one cares. Like, if he sucks, no one really cares. He kind of gets a pass. Yeah, they're just yeah. like, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I think he's getting canned after this year, probably. If they make the, if they make the Sweet 16, do you think he gets canned? No, no, no. Sweet 16 is a success for sure. If Shaka. they make the round of 32, is he gone? No. I think them do, winning a single game in the tournament keeps him. Keeps him. Why wouldn't it? But I don't, think, I don't think it happens. You shouldn't fire a dude, like, during COVID either. They you, won they the have NIT to, last year. They have to be, you have to be, you have to be fucking dog shit. To justify firing someone during the NIT. Or, I mean, during COVID. Yeah, or no. during the NIT, for that matter. I mean, there's a, there's a few guys on the uh, yeah. chopping block right now. One, one we'll actually get to uh, right later at, on. Well, right here, right? Kentucky, Georgia Tech. You're talking about, didn't you, weren't you? Yeah, I was talking about Josh Passner, probably. Yeah. He, he's probably gone after, like, for, from Georgia Tech. He's probably gone after the year. But gets a little uh, little W against Kentucky or uh, a yeah, huge, Kentucky. big W against Kentucky. They fucking the, Georgia Tech had five guys scoring double figures against Kentucky. They're not good. Georgia Tech is very bad. No, this year. Georgia Tech has has played three games. The first two were against uh, whatever G five mid major. I guess called mid major teams, and they fucking lost both of them to Mercer and some I don't know someone else. Georgia State, I think, which is awful. Uh, they did lose to Georgia Georgia State, and hey, let's let's not shit on Georgia State. That's true. Yeah. They got the Atlanta guys. In the, uh, but here's my thing with this. Kentucky sucks right now. That just means they're going to be a nine seed that rips off like three wins. They got to figure it out. They're going to they're gonna do that fucking Kentucky shit where they're just garbage for yeah, the you first gotta half get, of the you year. You got to get some uh, team chemistry built between Olivia Saar. Uh, you got B.J. Boston. You have all the... B.J. Boston, who was like, I'm going to prove I'm the number one pick in the draft. And he's been... Been dog shit. Not great. Yeah. I also think Kentucky's guards are, uh, throughout their first few games have more turnovers than assists. They do. Which is tight. They do. Combined. I want to say there's only one dude who's in the, who's in the black on assist turnovers. And it's uh, their sophomore, whose name I forget. But yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, Kentucky's real fucking bad right now. They'll Don't. figure it out. This is, this is how Calipari does like his thing. Dude, yeah, buy, buy low on Kentucky. Right. Like like when, if, you, if you don't, Calipari either tries to like go undefeated, or he's like, we got to throw a few games in the beginning, of like November. Yeah, they'll finish fourth in the SEC, or something stupid like that. Get like a anywhere between a man if they're lucky a six, probably more like an eight to nine seed, like they did that one year that they made the Final Four when Kentucky just figured out his little lineup of death for, uh, for Kentucky, and then they do it, and you're fucked. And your bracket's fucked. Yeah. Because, I mean, they do have the talent. It's just Calipari, I mean, love him or hate him, he's still, like, he, he recruits the shit out of the entire country, but he's, he doesn't necessarily put the talent in the best places to succeed. If you kind of look at a lot of these Kentucky guys, when they're in the NBA, they're much more successful than they were at Kentucky. Yeah. Like, Devin Booker, for example, like, didn't even start for that team. Was Booker not? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no. Came I off mean, the bench for the uh, Harrison. He twins. just he just recruits freaks and then figures out what to do with them. Right. Yeah, that's all he does. Yeah. He doesn't put teams together. 
just get the most, like the best talent together. Yeah, he just built like a fucking Monstars, like a college version of Monstars, and then it's just like, yeah, it'll figure, it'll work itself out. Right, and he's got a uh, lifetime contract, right? Fucking probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, unofficially for sure. And then my last one. This is the one that the title is based on, and this is the one that pisses Dan off the most. North Dakota State, Kansas. Kansas beat them by what five? Yeah, sure. They won. They K- won the game. Kansas won at home. At, in Allen Fieldhouse, they beat North Dakota State 65-61. to 61. North Dakota State, who is 175th in the Ken Palm rankings. North Dakota State, who last year had the 91st best offense and a shittier defense than that. They beat them by fucking four in Allen Fieldhouse. Listen, you're not in, just going to just gonna walk over the bison in, in Lawrence. An empty right? Al- this isn't football, where the bison have beat Kansas at Kansas. This is fucking basketball, and they beat them by four, and it's because Allen Fieldhouse is empty. I wouldn't be surprised if North Dakota State ran out some football players for their basketball team. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Yeah. Just like five, this five is, to run court. This is why I'm telling you, and I want you to react to this live here, because you were getting all pissed off at me before the show started. Kansas is fucked this year. I'm not upset or mad. I don't really care about Kansas. You just think I'm biased. You're very biased. Be a journalist, Dan. That's at, yeah, no, absolutely not. That's at Kansas is fucking fucked this year because they have no home court advantage. That's their main thing every year. They they get three wins at least in the Big Twelve off the fact that they play at Allen Fieldhouse. They that doesn't matter anymore. No one cares about an empty Allen Fieldhouse. They are fucked. They are going to finish no better than fourth in the Big Twelve. Texas is the only team that can choke away games against them. That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> it is Get back to me at the end of the year when yeah. uh, they and have then, a share of the Big 12 title. They will not. Like they always no. do. They're third, third at best, but I think fourth. And then they're going to get like a three or four seed in the tournament. And when they, a lot of the reasons that Kansas always cruises through the tournament, it's more because they get a high seed because they're always the best team in the Big 12. And that's always basically enforced or made up by the fact that they play at Allen Fieldhouse, that they get a couple extra wins from playing at Allen Fieldhouse. Not that they're not talented. They're always really fucking Will good. Will Kansas be in the top 25 at the end of the year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they'll be at least a five seed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They'll be like a, a three, be fine. three to five. Yeah, they're going to be fine. No, that's not, the, that's not the same as being a one or two seed, which is what they usually are, which is what they almost always are. Say if, you're, with, if you're a one seed... Just, just say it with your chest, Rob. Kansas is going to lose the 5-12 matchup. Dude, yeah, fucking maybe. They really might. Like, if Kansas is a if Kansas is a four seed or a five seed, don't put them past the first weekend. I'm dead ass serious. No, certainly Kansas, don't put them past the Sweet Bill 16. Bill Self is a lot like Cal gets his team together for the end of the year, and they'll make a deep tournament run. So they will not make a deep tournament run. This team's fine. They are Sweet Sixteen at best. Okay, I'll hold you to that. Third to four. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll look. You can. I'll share my bracket at the end of the fucking year. They're not going to be fast past that. Uh, but yeah, Kansas is fucked. Okay, hence the hence the title. Yeah, saw your uh, your underporn got a little shout out in the DB Sports Group. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to the guys who who are already buying into underporn on on the Drinking Bro Sports Facebook group. Uh, definitely uh, join that group if you're not in it already. It's full of betting uh, betting tips and other ridiculous sports shit. Not just for college basketball, but for um, for everything, especially NFL and college football. But uh, we have we already have underporn believers in drinking bros sports. Uh, Justin Foy 
said Rob and Dan weren't kidding on their new show, hammering the under during a live basketball game. Wait for it to overreact at the right time. This, this dude said he was like 16 and three on the unders and up almost 200 on nothing but five to $10 bets. And Connor Murphy backed him up. Under porn is a thing now. Fucking right. Under porn is a thing now. Always has been. Yeah. Under porn is fucking real. And it's glorious. And speaking of which, I have some under porn for this week, as I do every week. This right. is our, our under porn of the week. And this one you can say my Mizzou is showing, but that's because I watched this entire game extremely closely. And it did hit the under by like five or six points, so which is a pretty good margin. Right. Anything five or over is, is a good under It's hit. only a two-minute period, though. That's I feel a, like there's, that's, there's much longer in college that's basketball. That's all you need. It's yeah. two minutes of nothing. When you, have you, when you watch the live lines, if they don't score for two minutes, it drops like five points. Yeah. Like, it drops it a fuck ton. And if they score, I don't know, like seven to eight points in 30 seconds to a minute, it rockets Well, Oh, shoots way the fuck up. That's the thing. Like, it's, so it's not that, it's not that, like, uh, it, it happens really quick. So you do have to pay really close attention on the live lines. But yeah, dude, if, if they hit, if they just trade threes for, what, 40 seconds? Basically, they hit three three. The teams combined hit three threes in a row. Yep. Yeah, you're good to fucking go. That's when you just smash because the line just jacks up. So anyway, Mizzou played Wichita State at Wichita State, and they had a nice two-minute stretch in the second half. The over-under on this game was 141.5, and it missed it went, the under hit, obviously. But uh, this is what happened. Two minutes, here, two minutes and, and three seconds here from 7.09 to 5.03 in the second half, which is what you love to see late, right. late in this. Because when, when it's late, there's really no way it's coming back like if this happened can i have the honor yeah go for it sure miss layup block defensive rebound turnover steal miss three-point jumper offensive rebound turnover tv timeout three-point miss three-point jumper offensive rebound turnover three miss three-point jumper defensive rebound miss jumper defensive rebound miss layup offensive rebound two minutes and three seconds that's just with a timeout thrown in. With a timeout thrown I mean, that's just like beautiful eighth grade basketball right there. That's incredible. Peak sixth grade CYO. Yeah. Girls basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have three-pointers in CYO sixth grade girls basketball? Yeah, there's a line. Yeah, yeah. They can take it from behind. Sometimes. I mean, I, I, on some of the gyms I played in CYO in you know sixth, seventh grade, uh, weren't the best courts. Obviously, they weren't regulation. I remember there was a court, I think it was St. Gabe's, they had a hump in the middle what? of the court. Yeah, there was like a little hump. So a lot of people would trip over that. Was there like a water damage? No, I think it was just part, <laughs> just part of the court. It's a speed bump? Yeah, it was a speed bump. It's kind of like a... There were certain kids running too fast. That they the old Astro Stadium where they had the hill? Yeah. In, no, uh, that's the same Astro. Field. Same they, thing. Yeah. Same Astro Stadium. They just took the hill out. They took the hill out? Yeah, they took the hill out. Damn. Why? Because it was a fucking hill in a baseball stadium. It adds character. I kind of don't disagree. You guys should look up Andrew Jones running up that hill twice on two consecutive plays, by the way, if you want to see an incredible baseball highlight. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was our under porn of the week. That under hit on Wichita State, Missouri. I, I don't love Missouri as an under this year like I usually do because they've been playing at a faster pace, but they're still. Pro- I do have them on it this week for different reasons. Uh, but... Yeah, that was good. I was watching that, and I was like, man, if I bet, if this wasn't my team, because I try not to bet my team, on, especially on unders, try not to root for Missouri to miss baskets for minutes at a time. Yeah, my team showed up for a half. 
We actually gave Michigan a game for a half, and then we got blown out. I was going to say, it was like, wasn't it like 20 points? Yeah, we lost by like 30. Yeah. But you beat Auburn. Beat Auburn. That's what matters. Yeah. Fuck you, Bruce Pearl. You guys kind of own Auburn. Suck it. U- UCF kind of owns Auburn We kind of do, yeah. We, we have nothing but real estate in their brains. Yeah, you, you're living rent-free. that peach bowl. I don't think rents very much in, in Auburn, Alabama. I don't anyway. think so either. Yeah. No. Probably get a nice two-bedroom for like 300 a month. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking for a condo anyway. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, now it's time for... Just the weekly Hauser brother your, power rankings. My favorite... Well, it's tied with underporn, but my, my co-favorite uh, segment of the week. We'll keep it short and simple. Joey Hauser. The Hauser Brother Power Ranking. We'll yep. give, give a little explanation. There's, okay. new, there's new listeners. New listeners. Uh, yeah, there's two Hauser Brothers. They both transferred from Michigan. Or uh, no, I'm sorry. Marquette. Marquette. And uh, yeah, one went to Virginia and one went to Michigan State. Instead of staying at Marquette, who is good, whose coach did not change, yeah, they're just like fuck it. We gotta we gotta go to the blue chip program. Marquette Marquette is a blue chip program. No, it's not. Marquette would be a top if both the Hauser <laughs> brothers were still there. Marquette would be a top fifteen team. They're not a they're not a blue chip program. All right, they're, they're right below it. A blue blood program. Okay, they're not a blue blood, but they're real close. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're they, not. They're Remotely pretty close. They're pretty good. But yeah, uh, I think Joey kind of held held court this week. No, Joey stayed. Joey's, we're keeping Joey at one. Yeah, we're keeping Joey Hauser at one. Uh, if you want to give the stat lines for it, Joey Hauser is, is still the superior Hauser brother. The uglier Hauser brother, he's, in your he's, opinion. Yes, he is uglier. He's still not as attractive as Sam Hauser. And we do count that against him. We do. It, yeah. It, it goes into the weekly rankings. Attractiveness goes into the. We, well, one thing I will say is um, we're only judging face, so I should probably look up their Instagrams to see if, like, right. which like, one has the better body. Bot. Body fat percentage. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We but, need those stats. So that's so. This is an incomplete ranking, I guess you could say. Because well, I know pr- our preseason rankings had Sam as the number one because he was on maybe the better team. He's on w- what well, we thought. No, he was. Te- he was going into the preseason the better player. Okay. Like everyone, reg- like universally regarded better player, the brothers. Okay. But first two weeks of the season, Joey's Joey's the better player. Joey's been showing out in the Hauser house. Dude, Joey had 24 points against Western Michigan. 24 points. Here's the best part. Six of 10 from three. He did have a 10-point dead, but we, we, uh, we kind of overlooked they didn't, that. Yeah, maybe they didn't need him. No, he played two games. Yeah. Sam only played one. He had eight, Sam had 18-7-4 and four in an OT game against Kent State yeah. for Virginia. Which I don't, I guess I don't fully hold against them, but they still went to overtime against Kent State. Right. Michigan's got some fucking problems. Or, I mean, uh, Virginia's got some fucking problems. Bennett Ball. Y- yeah. Well, you know, you the, live or die with Bennett Ball. You know, the thing is, uh, I don't know if our, how many of our listeners know this. Um, you might have, I, I'm sure you've heard this before, but like one of the reason they lost to UMBC or whatever the fuck, and the reason that they're like kind of upset prone is because if you're a really good team, the fewer possessions you have, the more variability you have, essentially. Like, the more possessions you, you have, the more games you play, whatever. It's the same in football. Look at Coastal Carolina this weekend. Yeah. Against BYU. Well, it's, it's like, the, if there's few, like, the more possessions that there are, the more things regress to the meat. The more the talent regresses to the meat, right? So a team can't, can only play up for so many possessions. So by limiting the number of possessions total... You allow a team to play up longer. Right. But here's the thing. They are still defending national champions. They are <laughs> technically still defending national champions. Two, two years in a two row. Two years. I mean, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, the little redemption arc. You lose to a 16 seed, then you win a national championship. Uh, that erases it for me. I mean, it's always going to be there, but like, you, what else? You were the you... only team in NCAA history to lose to a 16 seed. Yeah, that's always there. But then you win a natty, so it's. It's kind of like yeah, LSU football this year. You know what it's like? It's like the Yankees blowing a 3 nothing lead. Like, who, but who gives a fuck? They're still the Yankees. Like, if that's, like, the, yeah, they can say that they were the only ones that have done that in baseball or whatever, but, like, fuck it. Like, they're still the fucking Yankees. And, I mean, it's not like Tony Bennett Sucks. has to worry about his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Yeah. He didn't even have to worry about it after that. Like, they would have no. been insane, fucking insane to fire him after that. Uh, but, yeah, so Joey Hauser is still number one, but we do have to check out who has the hotter body. Which stay tuned for next week. Well, I'll do it live yeah. on air. I'll do it live on air next week. I don't want to have to like look it up right now, right. but we'll have a we'll have a hot body <laughs> comparison for for the Hauser brothers next week because we already know that uh, Sam is hotter in the face, right? Yeah, yeah. Sam's hotter. In the face. All right. So yeah, we're getting to betting this week. There is a shit ton of good games. I believe. Are you down to go live tomorrow evening? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Check it out because tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Uh, you might be listening to this on Tuesday morning, but Tuesday, December 8th has some fucking games. Uh, so we're going to get into those and give you our betting picks and all that shit right now. Yeah. So first game's Creighton, Kansas tomorrow. Creighton, Kansas plays tomorrow. Kansas, I believe is a four and a half point favorite. It's at Kansas. I am telling you again, Kansas is fucked. They have no home court advantage it does not matter that this game is at Kansas. Take the Creighton money line. Creighton is going to win this game outright. Well, yeah, Creighton just fires threes. Yeah. So they'll either blow the shit out of Kansas or they won't be in the game. So you buy the Kansas money? You buy the money line? No, on I'll this? take Creighton. You take Creighton money I'll take line? I'll take Creighton with you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, and the thing too is like on a four and a half point spread. I, I, the spreads are kind of irrelevant in college, college basketball, basketball because yeah. you foul until the bitter end. Yeah, it's it's real wacky. I really don't like typically to bet spreads unless it's uh, something that seems weird, especially with a dog, dude. Creighton, and again, I like it. Like you guys know, I like to, I prefer to bet under porn to actual spreads. But holy fuck, take Creighton money line. You it's yeah. You're gonna make money on that. Then we have North Carolina Iowa tomorrow. Is that tomorrow? Yes, that is also... Uh, let me double check, but that okay. should be also, also be tomorrow. Right now, it has Iowa minus four and a half. Um, kind of like the Tar Heels there, too. Back-to-back dogs. I do like the, I do like the Tar Heels as, uh, as the dog. Definitely well. the over. Iowa scores a billion points, but gives up just as many. Yeah, so usually we are not, uh, oh, we're not about the over here, but man, if there's... A, actually, on this one, so take the inverse of our advice. Usually, you know, we say wait for it to get jacked up, and take the under. Right. Luca Garza's entire defensive strategy is to score more points than you. Yeah. So, like, if That's he how... gives up 29 points, he just has to score 30, and he wins the game. Yeah. Yeah. But no one cares that he gave up 29 points, so it just looks like he's plus 30 for the, yeah. for the game. He's gonna be the, of, you know, he's going to be the national player of the year. Yeah. So, if there is some under porn in North Carolina, Iowa, wait for that line to drop a little bit and then smash the over. Mm-hmm. Right now... Ken Palm has the score at uh, total, like totaled 155. And usually, because the, the over under I didn't see was out for this one, we were uh, making the rundown, but it's going to be around there. Yeah. And if it's below 155 for the actual over under, maybe just take that straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
like seriously, if 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 the over under comes out at like one fifty two, I might just take that straight up. Then we got without. Illinois Duke. Duke minus three and a half. Does another one take the dog? I love Illinois in this game. Like all these, like all these dogs. I fucking like these first three games: Creighton, Kansas, UNC, Iowa, Illinois, Duke. Take the road dog. And, I, don't, I don't like Duke at all this year. No, me neither. At all. No. And just like Kansas, it's at Duke. But who gives a fuck? There's no one in the stadium. No Cameron. There's Curry. no one. Yeah. There's yeah. no one in the fucking arena. No crazies. No. And Illinois, Duke is really young. Illinois is all veteran for the most part. Like mostly upperclassmen, sophomores, shit like that. Illinois, you know, Baylor beat him, but Baylor's fucking Baylor. I, and I know I was dogging on Illinois a little bit uh, earlier, and I actually am taking Missouri to beat them later in the week because my Mizzou is showing. But Illinois beats Duke 100 fucking percent. Duke is soft. Duke is in a very Kentucky situation. They're, they're in a better spot than Kentucky, but they're still kind of in a Kentucky situation. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, Coach K is playing for the, the long game. Not, he's not playing for November. Yeah, well, they're in no matter what. You, could, yeah. you can be, if Duke goes 500 on the year, they might still make the tournament. Yeah, like, ACC. Yeah, no one's... You go, you go like 10 and 8 and the ACC, you're fine. Yeah, no one cares. No one, However many games they play this year. There's no way, there's no way that any blue blood misses the tournament this year going a game or two over 500. Mm. Because all they've lost from their schedule is... The cupcakes. If we ever get there, we'll see. I think we'll get there. I think we're gonna have a tournament this year. It's gonna be like a shittier bubble version of that. That that tournament's gonna be fucking wild. <laughs> that it's all in Indianapolis. It's gonna be fucking weird. Uh, I've heard. So Mark Titus has famously said that like college basketball is the only sport that gave up anything for COVID. Yeah, because they gave up their entire tournament, and then obviously they weren't back for another year until every, everybody's been kind of doing their thing. Yeah. And now they came back during the spike. Yeah. <laughs> now they're coming the back during spike. the spike and people aren't going to care, but after the Super Bowl happens, they'll be like, Oh, maybe we should shut everything down. And then college basketball loses the tournament again. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? But in the meantime, we can gamble on it. So fuck it. Yeah. Uh, here's another one, dude. This is the road dog week, by the way, Michigan state at Virginia. Dude, that's Big week for the Hauser brothers. That's the Hauser the brothers. Did our, our, our fucking power rankings have to be 100% based on who wins this game next week. No other factors. There's no other factors. Now. I mean, we will judge their bodies next week, but, but yeah. Right. This is all based on that. I like Michigan State. I like the road dog again. Okay. I don't. Virginia's got, like, it's just off right I'm now. I'm going to take Virginia here. Bennett Ball. Why fine. is that? Why is that? Yeah. Well, I think, you know. Sam's going to show up. Sam's going to show up. Sam's going to shell out against his younger brother or same age brother, whatever the fuck he is. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. No, against his uglier brother. His uglier brother. Yeah. And he's going to skyrocket back to his preseason ranking. He's going to go back to number one. He's going to be the number one this game. I'm, okay. I'm, that's fair. I mean, I assume he does have the hotter body as well. Although if Joey were smart, he would work on that. I think we go solely off calves, right? I mean, I'm going to go on, on abs. That's like I'm no, going to judge a guy off his calves. Oh, well, man, I should be doing way better in my sex life than I have been then. I've got great calves. Nothing, out of, nothing else about me is good. Just calves. But my fucking calves are fantastic. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you guys a pick later <laughs> of my unnecessarily athletic it's all, calves. It's, just, it's solely based off genetics. It's never somebody that works for it either. Is it? Yeah. It's always just some fat slob. Fuck that yeah! Massive. Wouldn't that make calves. wouldn't that make perfect sense? Because he has to support his his weight. Yeah, because he's fucking fat. Yeah. So his calves are getting 
worked out like every second is a workout for his calves right every walk to the refrigerator is a legitimate workout like you would have to put on a backpack full of weights to get what his calves are getting right that's not genetic that's his workout only only the bottom of his legs are getting a workout he's genetically fat right well yeah also that probably yeah thyroid nothing is anyone's fault no your diarrhea is not your fault no, that's yeah. genetics. That's your Crohn's. Yeah. That's a disease. Yeah. My diarrhea is my fault. You should probably get checked out. No, it's... Yeah. That's actually, that's a funny thing about COVID, by the way, as a side note, is that like three-fourths of the uh, symptoms I just have every day. Like I'm fucking tired. I always have a little bit of a cough. Diarrhea. There's not... Like I... All, and the only thing that could tell me I have COVID is a loss of taste. Everything else is just... a perpetual thing in my body it's just yeah same thing that every day yeah every, every day fucking day always tired always have diarrhea i eat a lot of tacos live in austin texas uh next game road dog road fucking dog san diego state san diego state arizona no, state you. no thanks Air, san diego state it, this might be the one i have the most confidence in even more than creighton kansas i fucking love san diego state to win this game outright Okay, and that's like your opinion and everything, but uh, I, I, I will shout out Remy Martin on Arizona State. Yeah. Maybe the ugliest shot that somehow goes in. It's a good college, in college basketball, basketball shot. Yeah, I know it's awful. Yeah. It's, it's painful to watch. Is it just like a... It's slow. Or is it like it's, a low, like he pushes it up from the chest? It's a straight push from like kind of the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. The type of thing that would get like... Also, his name's Remy Martin. He's named after like a really shitty Hennessy, right? Uh, it is a liquor. That's all I know for sure. Yeah, no, it's a it's a fine champagne. It's a cognac, cognac, a cognac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. God damn, that had to be. On of purpose. course, he went to Arizona State. That had to be on purpose. Yeah, a thousand percent. Do you think he just has? I mean, he has to slam Remy Martin constantly. Do you think he orders a him at the bar? He orders Remy Martin at the bar. He says, "Yeah, just yeah. you know, you know who I am. You know who I am. Just give me, me. Give me me. Give me me." Yeah, he does that. Yeah. San Diego State absolutely beats Arizona State, who is not that good. No, Arizona State's not very good, but I don't it's think it's insane that they're ra- fuck their ranking. Don't worry, don't look at the number next to their name. They're they're garbage. They lost to Villanova. They're fine. They're not that good. I I have no faith in Pac-12 teams, let alone Arizona State. Well, I have no faith in this next team, Mizzou. Yeah, Mizzou. So actually uh I can't, so fuck at, your team. Shut at up. At this point, at this point we don't have lines yet cuz this is on Saturday. But Ken Palm has Mizzou winning by one. This game's at Missouri instead of in St. Louis. I don't love that. I'll take Illinois again. I don't Illinois bl- is going to run you guys off the court. I don't think that's going to happen, but I don't blame you for taking Illinois. Uh, I would more look at this game as a potential under. But if I had to bet this game, I will take Missouri as a homer. Especially minus one. That just means they win. They won last year, and Illinois was way fucking better than them. Yeah. Way fucking better. Uh, we're on a three-game win streak with this, actually. So I don't know what I like to bet. I don't know if I don't know if Conzo just has Illinois' number. I believe Conzo has not lost to Illinois. Conzo Martin to Brad Underwood. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if Conzo has their number or what the fuck's going on. But I'll take Missouri. But I don't blame you for taking Illinois. Okay. That's it. It's a toss-up. Then Richmond, West Virginia, Texas, Baylor. 
So I don't really care about the the Richmond West Virginia. I don't game. care about Richmond West Virginia, and it's minus eight. So I don't know how to. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet this game. It's just an interesting game. Uh, I wouldn't bet right. minus, West Virginia minus eight, but R- I wouldn't. Richmond's bet. good. Richmond, yeah. as mad as we are from you earlier might, events on, this today. Yeah. Honestly, honest, I'm not super confident in this bet. But if you wanted, to, if if so, Ken Palm has the spread at minus eight. There's not an official spread up yet. I don't know what that's going to be. But if it's around eight. That means the money line for Richmond is going to be a decent value. Yeah. So maybe just put a little money on it. Honestly, Richmond's probably a sprinkle it a deeper, more like veteran laden team. That's they're pretty even on that kind of. West Virginia's not young. Yeah, but Richmond's all like yeah, 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 yeah. guys that could have been grad transfers. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Stay. I think sprinkling the I, sprinkling the Richmond money line is pretty legit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Baylor. Baylor. Baylor runs them out of the y- fucking yep. gym. Yep. So don't ba- have to touch that. Ken Palm has Baylor minus six. Fucking take that all yeah. day. Yeah. I think I think Baylor runs them out of the gym. Yeah. And then Richmond Northern Iowa. I, Richmond's minus. Uh, Ken Palm has them at uh, five point favorites. I'll take that. Okay. I, I don't. I Northern Iowa's got injuries and, and shit. Uh, now Ken Palm doesn't take that into account. Yeah. As much. So that might change. But if it's Richmond. Anywhere around there, five, six, I'd take Richmond. I don't think Northern Iowa's going to put much of a fight. And then you got a little uh, underwatch here. I got some underwatch some stuff games. for Just you guys. Just list those off real quick. Yeah, so these are all teams that play slow or crappy or don't get foul shots or don't shoot threes very well. Uh, I'm not ranking them by confidence or anything like that. I'm just telling you games to look at the unders for. And this, I, I suggest you watch a lot of lines and get a Ken Palm subscription to do even better at it. But these are the games that I just kind of pulled out of a hat for game uh like based on my uh qualifications for an under game that I think you should watch either the under f- for at the beginning of the game or watch it during the game. Uh Wisconsin Louisville both play slow, good defense. Baylor Texas both play slow, really good defense. Uh although I, I not super- Baylor can kind of light it up. Baylor can light it up so I don't love that game but watch it. Yeah. Because what because what could happen is that Baylor lights it up early or lights it up at some point for a stretch. <laughs> And it gets to some insane level. I like this next game. Yeah. Uh, Loyola, Marymount, UC Santa Barbara. Both play slow. Both fucking suck. These are the games you really need to watch for either what the original over-under is. Just, or, go, to, just go to the WCC. Yeah. For all your betting needs. Yeah. Fairfield, all your needs. Fairfield and Hartford, same thing. Uh, Michigan State, Virginia. I think this is also nah, the dude. type of thing. Houser brothers are going to try to one-up Yeah, every time. I think this is, also, court. this is also the type of thing. If Michigan State gets hot at any point, especially early, the line will get jacked up a little bit, but eventually Michigan... I mean, Michigan State doesn't play that fast, and Virginia obviously plays as slow as they fucking can. You guys are playing Liberty this week as well? We are playing Liberty. Liberty is one of the slowest teams in the country. Mizzou does not play fast, but Liberty has a really high percentage shooting, right? right. Yeah. And Mizzou has been okay shooting as well. So what I'm saying in this game is the same thing. There might be a couple. There might be a, a a hot two minutes, a hot minute thirty before we get like three to four minutes of under porn. So Liberty Mizzou is is one I would look out for. Liberty. And this is actually not because of Mizzou. I'm not like oh Mizzou. Liberty plays really fucking slow. But Denver they, Wyoming. What do you know about these teams? I know they both play slow as shit, and they both <laughs> suck, and they don't. They both and they both are at like they play slow and they're ass. Okay. Love Denver Wyoming. Cal Pepperdine. Same thing. Kind of dig Pepperdine though. And that came out. Lorenzo right. Romar coaches Pepperdine. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can bet on Pepperdine if you want. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. Go for it. But those are my under those are my under games of the week. I will actually post them in um, the group. Yeah, in the group. And again, this is not. I'll post them in the Dream Bro, Dream Bro Sports Group. This is not me saying, oh, all of these 
are like for sure bet the unders on this before the game starts. Don't do that before the game. You you want to see it yeah. kind of play out for the first five minutes. Someone gets hot. Well, just watch cold. it. Watch yeah. it. Watch the lines for the whole game. Because just live it, react. Yeah, live react. These are games where I'm like, mm, these are because what you want, what you want really, and this happens with teams that like you want some kind of defic- like deficiency in the team, whether they play slow or they don't get to the foul line or they don't shoot threes, that type of thing. And all of these fit. Playing slow is the best because you're always going to play slow. The only thing that kind of hurts you with the under in college basketball, though, as we said, is these teams do not give up. They will foul down 20. And that it, does go. They will go to the, the, they'll be in the bonus early and they will be shooting free throws for like the last three minutes of the game. Yeah. The golden goose is essentially uh, a, a slow playing team that doesn't foul. Yeah. That's what you want, but all, and also doesn't shoot. Does that exist? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's hard to. Hard Fuck to say. yeah, it does. Yeah. Slow playing team doesn't foul, doesn't shoot threes well. Obviously, it has to do something well to so shoot twos, and also just shitty teams. Shitty teams are great because shitty teams can get hot for a second and then go cold for like six minutes, right? Combined. Uh, but yeah, those are my. I'll post them in the Drinking Bro Sports Group. Those are the ones to watch. And there's more. Those are just I can't like give you thirty games. You know, I can't fucking do that all day. Uh, now it's time for. The future real estate agent of the week. Yep. Last week, Con Gillespie was our uh, our opener. Yeah. Who do you, what do you want to explain the future real estate agent of the week? Yeah. It's just guys that are going to be four-year starters out of college. They're going to be household names. Uh, Probably beloved by the fan base. Beloved. Uh, perfect example is Ross's Ohio State, Aaron Kraft. Yep. Was there. Um, probably has like every record in the book. I'm not going to look that up. But. No, no. Aaron Craft is not worth a Google. No, but these are guys that are beloved in their college town, are like potentially, potentially even like uh, all Americans. Yeah, for like, sure. You want to be as close to the all American line as possible, but well, not, and almost, they won't get drafted. Like, and the type of thing too, where a lot of them, if they're not all Americans, they'll be like second team all conference, right? Type of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Real, real gym rats. Mostly white. Yeah, mostly white. <laughs> mostly white guys that have no future in the NBA. Or even, well, you know who would have been a real estate agent in the week that we were totally wrong about? That fucking guy in the Lakers from A&M who's bald as shit. Oh, Caruso? Yeah. Yeah. I would have, I would have one million percent pegged him for I, future real Even, I mean, Duncan Robinson with the Heat. Yes. He, I mean, he was looking in at uh, sports journalism jobs. Yeah. Before he graduated. He's going to be working ESPN games for like the... Uh, Richmond, like a Monday afternoon yeah. Richmond Wofford game. Wofford game yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's a guy who, like, has really no plan after college. It's his backup career. Right. Like, slinging real estate in your college town. And uh, or just this somewhere week, where you're from. Yeah, this week we're going to Waco. We're going to Waco. We're going with Matthew Meyer or Mayer. I don't know how to say it. It's Mayer. Is it Matthew Mayer? All yeah. right. Matthew Mayer, a, gar- a really tall guard for Baylor. I actually didn't realize he was a guard when I was watching that game because he's 6'9". How many white 6'9 wow. guards are there? Okay, so he is, I mean, right off the bat, I'm going to kind of combat yeah. your pick here. Did you watch the highlight I sent you? Yeah. but Did he, he look? He's 6'9". It doesn't matter. Did he look? He's like, getting at least a cup of coffee in Europe if he's 6'9". Okay, but that's fine. You can, they can play in Europe. The point is, is that they don't touch American pros, and they're Maybe a real even, estate agent by 26. <laughs> Sure, he could he could have you know had a cup of coffee in the G League for Des Moines, yeah, like no, in Des Moines. It's not like I a lot of these dudes will go play professionally in something other than sports, right? 
yeah. in in sports first in some like Israel or something. But then before they're twenty seven, their ba- their like, parents are like playing pro pro basketball in Israel would be kind of tight. Fuck yeah, it would. Yeah, I would play for Tel Aviv in a second. Israeli chicks. Yeah, dude, I would one million fucking percent go Just play a bunch in Tel Aviv. Of gal Gadots over there. If you could find yourself a gal. Godot. So he's six nine. He's white. Awkward. What's he? What's he putting up? Uh, his stats. Oh man. No. Is... What do you think he could bench? <laughs> oh fuck. I don't. That's your. That's your area of expertise. One eighty five. Yeah, we'll call it one eighty five. Fuck it. But he's putting up uh, seven points a game this year, so far. Uh, one assist, almost five rebounds. He's got that shag. He's playing twelve. Point seven minutes a game. He's got that Adam Morrison shag. Yeah. Well, no, he's kind of like he's like a tall Brady Heslip. If we're talking Baylor, I'm talking hair. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he more. I think he's a little. His picture on ESPN isn't. He's a little more clean cut in the, now than he is in his ESPN picture. Okay. Yeah, he's looking more like a real estate. He knows what he's got to do. <laughs> I looked up his LinkedIn. Uh, it's not very filled out. He clearly made one because him with the long hair and the he's got a dirty little goatee in the, yeah, the ESPN dirty, picture. The dirty goatee. It looks like and he a dirt would not uh, even be slinging real estate more so than squatting in real estate. <laughs> yeah, After, you know he's just in a meth house. Yeah, he does. He, he doesn't own the meth house, but he's just kind of part of the company that joins it. Yeah, like he's in Waco and they're like my bro, my bro Matthew's coming over. Man, he played for- and they just stay there for months. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a group of like fourteen. Yeah. All just doing meth together um, in one house. Yeah. Nobody really knows who owns the house. Not any of them. No. Yeah. But but he but he won't actually do meth. He he'll be selling houses where little to no meth is done in. In Waco. I don't know. He could do both. If you're, you're in Waco, how you many, could probably do how both. Many, I mean, he might go work for Magnolia for Chip and Joe. For, he might just work at the Twin I feel Peaks. like they collect He looks like a line cook at Twin Peaks. In his ESPN picture, he's a lot more clean cut. He's gonna go. He's gonna graduate. He's gonna play professionally in some shitty country for a couple of years. Well, not Israel's not a shitty country. Shitty basketball country for a couple of years. Iraq. Yeah, and then he's gonna, he's gonna come back to Waco, and Chip and Joe are gonna hire him, and all these Baylor grads buying three thousand square foot houses for two hundred thousand dollars are gonna be excited to have Matthew Mayer sell them their house. If they win a natty. If they win a natty, they which they will. They which won't. they will. Or National even, no, champion no. Matthew Mayer, who probably <laughs> hit some big three with four minutes left you in the game. You don't even have to be a national champion at Baylor. You final just, four. Final four. Final four. You just you throw on the final four participant. Chip and Joe are going to... Co- Chip and Joe collect those athletes like they're fucking Pokemon in Waco. Yeah. They love that shit. Because what Waco has nothing else other than Baylor. And that Magnolia, like, abandoned mills that they built up shitty store around they also have the uh football stadium that robert griffin built yeah they do kind of they try to sailgate so that's kind of tight they do their own sailgating there's an in and out of thing too they have their own yeah, in sure they have an in and out too who gives a fuck <laughs> and everyone there's a virgin that is uh there's a, a few people at baylor or that left baylor not virgins not of their own choice though come on i can't talk about this Anyway, let's gonna let's just move on from that point, and uh, yeah. So our last segment, the Bill Walton quote of the week. So Bill Walton didn't really do any games this week, uh, so we have to use one from last week. But he had he was that dude was like too many people people bitched at the I guess they 
got their first Bill Walton exposure on at the, the Maui. Maui. Yeah, because Bill Walton usually does late night Pac-12 games. Yeah. So, but, I mean, if the, there's ever like a tournament for Bill Walton to announce, it's the Maui. Right. And he usually, Nashville. I believe he usually does or often does. But, I mean, most people aren't paying attention because it's usually so late. Yeah. Because, obviously, Hawaii time. Yeah. So, this was people's, and, and the Indiana people were especially like, what the fuck is this? It's just Bill Walton on mushrooms trying to make Asheville, North Carolina no, no drugs. look like Maui. Bill Walton does not do He's, drugs. Bill Walton's in a constant flashback. Yeah. Like, there's no... It's like a, that urban legend where some, some dude did LSD in your town <laughs> and thinks he's a glass of orange juice. Yeah. And if you tip him over and he spills, he dies. Yeah. That's just Bill Walton. That's, yeah. He's probably relayed that. Just a constant state of Kool-Aid, man. Mm-hmm. That's where he's at. Mentally. I sometimes wonder if he, like, remembers that he has a son. Luke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not after he got fired from the Kings. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, my mom, my kid. Mm-hmm. Second job he, he got fired from. Probably probably stripped him of his name, if we're being honest. Yeah, he wouldn't do that to his kid, though. He would just forget. Yeah, probably. Like, he just, probably like, forget, yeah. Forget he, he doesn't know. He, like, he, I assume he believes that there are realities he's living in where he doesn't have children. Yeah. And then he just kind of walks through them like Rick and Rick and Morty, like through a portal. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought you were going with uh, Walking Dead. No, 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 no. Rick. No, not that Rick. Carl. So, yeah. So, I think he often forgets that he has a child. But when he remembers, he loves that child dearly. It's nothing personal. It's just whatever. He doesn't know what dimension he's in at any given moment. Right. There's infinite realities and Bill Walton is strolling through them. Some, so what's the quote? Some Luke are in, some he isn't. Uh, Should I read the quote? Yeah, you can go for it. All right. Or you want to do this piece by piece? Uh, well, it was from the Indiana game, and I, one of the Indiana games, and anyway, he just, yeah, you can, you can do it. It's fine. Starting the fast break, that was my favorite part of basketball. Well, I loved it all. Mostly, I loved winning. But to start a fast break, you have to surge, you have to have the surge of the crowd. Have you been to a dead show? A Bruce Hornsby show? Dude, by the way, Bruce, Bruce Hornsby, ultimate like PGA Tour radio song. Yeah. They just, they love Bruce. A uh, little side tangent there, but on the lawns there at the Biltmore, where the fans are fighting because they have just so many different tastes there. I don't know Bruce, what that means, by the way. Different tastes? Yeah. At a, like, is there a diverse crowd at the bruce hornsby show there sure isn't it's all white hippies <laughs> bruce brings so many different styles of music it's just eight types of jazz or whatever you know what i mean like or eight ty- like it's eight types of folk like it's not it's transition music for P- pga tour radio yeah like, that's what it is it's not he's not bringing <laughs> any like it's kind of weird though i don't think when i think bill walton i don't think you know he'd be a bruce hornsby fan he says he draws frequently i just googled it from classical jazz, bluegrass, folk, Motown, gospel, rock, blues, and jam band. That just means he's the dead. That just means he's playing Grateful Dead music. Essentially. Yeah. Well, it's he the said, same Have thing. you been to a dead show? Yeah, that's all it is. A Bruce Hornsby show. That's just the Grateful Dead. So it's one type of... Are you a jam band guy? Yeah, I love fish. Ugh. Love fish. No, thank you. Fish is great. No. Love fish. <laughs> I know you wouldn't like... I don't know. I don't even know what you... I, if, if someone was like peg dance type of music... I would just be like, whatever he thought was funny. What do you think my type of music is? Whatever you just think would be a funny thing to say, for the most part. 
100 gags. I know you That's do, reality. I know you do like Yeezus. Like you say Yeezus is a goat Kanye album. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's like his fifth best. Uh, at least top two. That's absolutely not. So that's fucked up. That's a weird type of music. <sighs> like. Not beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. It's between that and Yeezus. No, graduation yeah. and its first mm, two are all better. Graduation three. I would even put. I would even put eight away. It's above. Fuck off, Yeezus. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, man, that's fucking it for us this week. College basketball, baby. Any final takes? I'm just kind of excited to see where things go. A lot of games are already being canceled. Um, you know, I'm getting those those updates from Rothstein Dude, on Twitter. I, every, like, it seems like every you know, game this week has either been postponed or canceled. So You know, college football had a couple problems early, and as long as they bake These aren't deep sh- teams. They're rosters of 12. So it's like one guy gets it, you kind of got to cancel a few games. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the thing is, the thing knows. Football had a lot of canceled games, and they still got the season in. Right. They, these guys are going to get the season in. But, I mean, there's a lot of – I mean, Tulsa's coming back from protocol. They just kind of, like, self-quarantine the teams. Yeah, they're going to get the seasons in. My, what, my main thing would be, if you are going to bet lines uh, – Just be aware who's playing, who's not playing. Who's playing, who's not playing. But also, this is a good time to take advantage. We talk about lines overreacting and underreacting to stuff, kind of. Yep. I don't think Vegas or whoever the fuck you want to call it I do not think they're reacting properly to home crowds not being there yet. Like, I think Kansas would have been a four and a half point favorite against Creighton if they had a full fucking crowd. Yeah. I think... Uh, like right now, Creighton's probably a better team on a neutral court. Yeah, 100%. I think Duke... Duke might have been more. Duke might have been like five and a half if they had fans. Yeah. Because uh, Illinois is a little sketchier i guess uh and they have to travel further um but yeah man like watch these money line like these are these these are basically neutral courts that these teams are playing on they're not they're not really playing on home courts right now right and i guess uh, i'm just kind of interested on the you know weekly basis of what rick patino's doing i yeah at iona i know know. we'll figure it out we'll have an iona spotlight week after they get we get some more data Right. I, well, they, I don't think they've played yet. They might have. Oh, have they? I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm not really big on the Iona fucking thing, so who knows? Okay, they have. They're they're one and one. There you go, Rick. They lost to Seton Hall, which is good, it's good L. It's a quality loss right there. And then they beat Hofstra. So, okay. Two games in to the Rick Patino experience at Iona, and we got Morgan State tomorrow. So, get them together, Rick. Yeah. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe on the YouTube page that we are currently uh, broadcasting iTunes on, Drinking Bros Sports. Please leave, us, please leave reviews uh, on iTunes and Spotify and all that shit. Subscribe stars. to the YouTube channel. We got some other stuff. Me and Giorgio are going to be doing UFC shows. Uh, we got a show on Saturday, a little live watch for UFC 256. We may be, we may be going. Tony's fighting. Figgy's fighting. It's yeah. gonna be good. Yeah, we're we should be going live for maybe tomorrow for some games. For some, there's some real good college basketball tomorrow. Decent chance we go live for that, but we'll let you know. Yeah, and check out our uh, history podcast as well, Softcore History. Softcore History. We'll be recording that in an hour. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. This, this day is. What we got? What's on the docket this week? Saturnalia, which is Roman Christmas. It's Romans like pagan Christmas, like fuck orgy. Uh, type of thing that predated Christmas. Basically, all Christmas eventually took from it was that they put up greenery and gave each other presents. Like, they, they took out... Well, they kind of didn't take out all the drunkenness. I guess the fucking 
yeah. they took out. I'm excited for this episode. Well, so. they officially took it out. Uh, unofficially, I so feel again, like make a lot sure of people bang on Christmas. Wherever you get your podcasts, check out Softcore History. That's me and Rob's little side hustle. Side gig. Side venture. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, and uh, keep listening to this because if you, people, are already, people are already saying under porn is real under boys under porn well that's not ours we can't i can't do that it's jared's i know but, but I, it's too good i can't take we it might get him. we might get jared on yeah at some point under big, porn big wisconsin guy bet the so unders clearly he's an underboy. Yeah. yeah bet the under porn yeah and until uh we'll see you next week probably maybe this week probably this week yeah probably we'll probably, we'll probably live stream games probably tomorrow night and then otherwise we'll see you next monday we did it thursday last time just to get it started because there was supposed to be good games over the weekend Thanks, Baylor, specifically. But from now on, it'll be every Monday.